over the course of the retreat so far, Greg and I have been weaving together instructions from the Satipatthana Sutta, traditionally known as the Four Foundations of Mindfulness, or the Establishments of Awareness, or Domains of Attention. And as you, I think you all know now, there are four of them, and we've been giving a lot of instructions about embodiment, bringing awareness to the body as the first of these four domains of mindfulness. Yesterday, Greg talked quite a bit about Vedana, or feeling tone, noticing how every contact at any of the six sense doors automatically comes with a recognition of pleasant, unpleasant, or neither, in other words, neutral. And we have seen in our own experience how this feeling tone so easily gives rise to a whole chain reaction of thoughts and emotions. We move almost instantly from just that bare recognition of pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral to liking, not liking, or not knowing. So we can see then that Vedana is a kind of a bridge between the body and the mind. It's really the foundation that all of our norm, our mental reactions are built on. So the third domain of attention is the mind itself. And here we're instructed to simply be aware of different qualities in the mind. For example, the presence or absence of greed the presence or absence of hatred or ill will, and the presence or absence of ignorance. We're also instructed to know whether the mind is distracted or undistracted. So once we've become familiar with what's happening in the mind, in this relatively simple way, we come to the fourth foundation of mindfulness, which is mindfulness of dhammas. This is sometimes translated as categories of experience. But as you know, this word Dhamma also refers to the Buddha's teachings. And so within this fourth foundation, we encounter so many of the numbered lists that are woven throughout the Buddha's teachings. For example, the five hindrances, those mental qualities that really hinder or get in the way of clear seeing. We also find there the seven factors of awakening, the flip side of those qualities. When the hindrances are in abeyance or reduced, we have more space for the seven factors of awakening to begin to emerge, those skillful qualities of mind that support the deepest insights to arise. So there's a huge amount that's uh, included in that fourth foundation of mindfulness. And so for now, I just really want to emphasize that although we have this kind of schema, this structured way of dividing up our experience, this is really just for teaching purposes. And it's not supposed to be that we're supposed to move through them in some kind of linear or sequential way. Thinking of mindfulness of the body as sort of mindfulness 101 and then mindfulness of the awakening factors as like the PhD practice. It's actually... All of us are all already exploring all of these domains quite naturally. And in reality, it's not so uh, even so useful to say, okay, now I'm just going to do mindfulness of feeling tone, or I'm just going to do mindfulness of the mind. 
because as I think we've been seeing, all of these different areas actually interact with each other and affect each other to create the complexity of our day-to-day experience. And having said that, because our day-to-day experience does usually feel to be so complex, what the Buddha is offering with these four domains of attention in some ways is a way of deconstructing our experience into its component parts. Because usually when we can see the pieces of something, it's easier to deal with um, each part individually than when they're all jammed together. So for this reason, I sometimes think of the pasana as a technique of divide and conquer. So it helps us to break our experience into smaller bits that are perhaps more manageable. For example, sometimes just being able to recognize, oh, unpleasant feeling tone, oh, just that can stop a whole lot of proliferation into disliking and resisting and not wanting and trying to get rid of something. So that bare recognition can be a very powerful support for non-proliferation. And one aspect of mindfulness of mind, of mental factors that we haven't talked about so far, is the quality or the factor of intention. And intention here is distinct from what we might think of on a bigger picture as motivation. By intention in this context, I mean just that initial pulse of the gathering of energy before we do something, before we perform an action. So intention before we move our leg, intention before we shift our posture, intention before we write a word, We can catch this factor of intention when the mindfulness is really strong. We can notice that every single thing we do, every step we take, is preceded by this pulse of intention. And this has very powerful implications for our practice, not only here but in daily life too. Because if we can become aware of this intention before we actually do or say something then there's that moment of space that the psychiatrist Viktor Frankl named so eloquently many of you know this quote he said between stimulus and response there is a space in that space is our power to choose our response in our response lies our growth and our freedom So this capacity to notice the intention to do something takes us out of our habitual knee-jerk responses to things. And because it gives us uh, a moment of choice, it has a direct connection to freedom. And I'd like to explore this quality of intention in the next meditation session I'll be giving some instructions about exploring this quality and I'll be weaving it into the other four domains of attention and I'd like to do it as a standing practice. So I'll give you the overview of it first. Just to say that uh, we'll begin by standing but there's no expectation that you need to stand for the entire period So this is not some kind of endurance 
contest. You won't get extra points if you stay standing till the end, and you won't get demerits if you sit down after five minutes. It's about exploring this quality of intention in the mind and noticing at some point when the intention to sit down arises. And perhaps you make the choice to then sit down or perhaps you make the choice to notice it disappear. I will ring a bell at approximately five-minute intervals. So the invitation is to wait to sit down until you hear one of those bells. And it's your choice at which bell you decide to make the choice to sit. If you have physical issues, you don't need to stand at all. You can just work with intention in the sitting position. So it's really up to you. This is not about pushing pain or gritting our teeth through discomfort. It's really about bringing awareness to the sensations in the body, first foundation, bringing awareness to the registering of pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral, second foundation, noticing any responses in the mind of liking, not liking, tuning out, third foundation, perhaps noticing any complexification into ill will or aversion, one of the hindrances, that's a fourth foundation, or perhaps noticing strong calm, deep mindfulness, awakening factors, also fourth foundation. So even in the simple act of standing and staying present, we're working very naturally with these four domains of attention flowing into and out of each other. So that's the overview of what we'll be doing. And I invite you now just to slowly and mindfully come to a standing position. <laughs> 